0: Time to connect with Steve Stabbing. What the hell should we watch this weekend? Um, uh, my goodness, Steve. Hello, welcome back. How's Penticton?
1: Huh. Penticton is good. It's it's hot. It's getting hot out here. So, and just like this week, like it was just felt like just like Monday morning. I was like, oh, it's getting a little warmer. And then just like boom, we're in like plus plus thirties now. So wow, yeah. I can't and won't complain.
0: No, no kidding, right? Feels fantastic. I right. know it's been beautiful here yeah. for a few days. I know it's not beautiful everywhere. It's really dry. Fires are a problem here as well, too. But um, it does feel really great. So let's get into uh, things are going to cool down here. So we're going to get back in and watch some TV. What the hell should we watch this weekend? If you go to stebbing.ca, you can follow along with everything that Steve gets up to in the world of the movies. Uh, Guardians, let's get started right quick here. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3.
1: I'm going to tell you something. I'm Star-Lord.
0: I formed the Guardians. Met a girl. Fell in love. That girl died. But then she came back. Came back a total dick. Oh, please. Well, tell me about it. Um, A foul-mouth movie that it is.
1: Yeah, uh, within the Marvel Cinematic Universe, there exists now a perfect trilogy. Um, I believe the only truly perfect trilogy within uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, and that is the Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, And they go out so beautifully. Um, I mean, I probably leaked tears through most of it it is just such a a a beautiful bittersweet journey uh for these characters that we've loved over these three films um there's such a consistency to james uh, writer and director james gunn's work uh with these characters in this universe and it's a beautiful swan song for him to go out on as well as now he's uh the head of dc comics uh cinematic universe uh, and I loved every second of it, and uh, I will definitely be watching this movie again and again.
0: Soundtracks is good, because that was the best part of the very first Oh, one.
1: yeah. Soundtrack's really good, and uh, I mean, not a, I mean not a big spoiler, because the stra- soundtrack list is out there, but they play Faith No More in this movie. And not really? Mike Patton Faith No More, which is like my favorite Faith No More, like one of my favorite bands of all time, but they play We Care a lot, which uh, is just um... oh such a track.
0: Nice. Cool. This is good stuff. All right, what the hell should we watch this weekend? Steve Stabbing is here. Carmen. Are you a soldier? Brian. My name is Carmen. Carmen? Mi told me dijo que eran como hermanos. Hermanas de vida y hermanas de muerte. Tus pies saben bailar. are mariposas.
1: <laughs> yeah. um just i mean this is uh the big story for this one for me is, is the actors in this one against a gorgeous backdrop uh, but it's a uh, melissa barrera who i first saw in uh the uh kind of scream reboot uh from last year and then uh, this year's sequel scream six uh really doing a great dramatic role in this one uh and paul mescal who is coming off an oscar nomination for his work on after sun uh Giving another great performance in this one. Uh, basically, it's about a, a young uh, Mexican woman on the on the run from the cartel, who finds herself mixed up uh, with uh, ICE, uh, ICE agents and uh, and fanatical Americans who uh, like to hunt uh, hunt border jumpers for for uh, sport. And uh, it's a really interesting film that really gets to the heart of uh, some really big social and and uh, international issues right now, and all using an a, a, uh, like a a deep uh, a, an old uh, literature uh, an old novel um, by I forget what his name is. I'm spacing on the name, but uh, um, Prosper Merimee, who is actually a world-renowned. Uh, uh, creator of Romanticism novels uh, in the, the French uh, literature uh, history, so interesting stuff. And it's from uh, Benjamin Millipede, who's actually a, a choreographer and dancer who makes his directorial debut here. And he's the uh, husband of Natalie Portman as well.
0: Oh, well, there you go. Um, so, is it all Spanish?
1: No, no, no. Because uh, Paul Mescal's character is is American and everything, so it, it's there is some Spanish in it, um, but it's it's mostly in English
0: okay cool uh there you go steve stebbing what the hell should we watch this weekend clarifying that one it's called carmen up next on the list acid man you guys look like you had an adventure we went fishing with bobby sock
1: who's bobby sock talk to old bobby bobby and help you out with all your problems i'm worried about my dad he's in the middle of nowhere with just a dog some blinking lights a sock
0: acid man yes. Yes. what the hell tell me about this movie acid man uh
1: yeah this is a a, a drama about uh, kind of an estranged father uh who is trying to reconnect with his daughter when she comes to visit him um but he, his estrangement is kind of due to his ob- obsession uh with aliens and making first contact uh and he has his own uh methods uh which kind of led to the estrange- estrangement but he has he hasn't stopped his uh his obsession and it kind of begs the question is he on to something or is he crazy but I thought that looking at the trailer before I watched the movie I thought that that would be the drive of the film that would be more of a sci-fi but it's more about the heart of mending this relationship and it's driven by two really great performances by Thomas Hayden Church and Diana Aggeron. Um in a indie film that I, I swear it's going to be a blip on the on on the theater market and no one's really going to see it but I, I feel like when this becomes when this comes on streaming uh, it might get some word of mouth for sure
0: all right steve stebbing and uh, speaking of streaming what a great segue bud well done you could do this for a living um yeah, fatal attraction is on paramount plus
1: i thought i had this handled and she shows up in my home if you tell someone to stop calling you in the 20th time you pick up what you've taught them is that 20 calls is what it takes i have to tell you something beth i chose to lose control
0: All right, tell us about Fatal Attraction.
1: Yeah, this is a uh, series reimagining on uh, Paramount+. And when I heard about it, I was kind of like, why like why are we gonna revisit this one like it's an adrian lynn classic some iconic performances from michael douglas and and glenn close can we leave it like that but i watched episode one and the recast is uh with uh, joshua jackson playing the main character michael douglas's uh character and uh, glenn close's character is being played by lizzie kaplan and they're both very like interesting actors in their own way and joshua jackson uh a burnaby bc boy um he's going through this like Clooney phase. I feel like now, like he's aged into this Clooney phase and I think it really kind of sits well on him and uh, he's a good anchor for the show. And I love Lizzie Kaplan. I've loved everything that she's done and to see her do another kind of thriller role after her role on castle rock is very cool as well. Um, There's only three episodes up right now. Uh, I think they're just going to do one a week uh, for the next few weeks, but uh, I think it's worth a watch.
0: Alright, Steve Stebbing. what the hell should we uh, watch this weekend on Crave, streaming White House Plumbers
1: Howard! It's the White House Howard Hunt Howard, the president asked for a real son of a bitch to handle this Pentagon leak What do you need?
0: I want you to meet Gordon Liddy Toughest guy I know He'll hold his hand in the flame of the candle I do not bend, and I do not break What's the trick? There's a one, gets third degree burns every time Please stop. All right, tell us about the White House Plumbers, which I feel like is um, like a House of Cards meets a little uh, little pants that are riding too low.
1: Yeah, well, this is uh, a true story, uh, and it has Justin Thoreau and Woody Harrelson playing E. Howard Hunt and G. Gordon Liddy, who are two hired political saboteurs for Richard Nixon that inadvertently toppled his presidency, hmm. and it is. Uh, it is kind of like a dark comedy um, mixed with just great character performances. Uh, I mean, I love both Thoreau and, and Woody Harrelson. I'll watch them do anything, uh, but it's also got like uh, Ike Barinholtz is in this one. Uh, Kim Coates, Lena Headey, Um, And, uh, you know, I love a good HBO limited series and uh, yeah. And plus the Nixon era stuff is just so interesting to me. Like even, even, with all the the stuff we've gone through politically over the last bunch of years the nixon stuff is still pretty hilarious
0: all right uh it's good stuff looking forward to it i mean still a lot of finger pointing going on everything nixon right from the back in the day the masks yep. i mean the masks don't get old right um nope, never yeah never get old okay uh next on the list queen charlotte a bridgerton story is uh, i'm curious uh, i'll ask the question after we hear the thing. <laughs> There is reason they wanted me Why me?
1: Charlotte, but there are worse fates than marrying the king of England It is time we were united as a society You will make lots of babies As many babies as possible for my son
0: Wow it's, oh, make me blush such a show is this just an expansion of the bridgerton normal show
1: yeah yeah it's a spin-off this is a prequel uh to bridgerton this one uh is is uh Golda reshevels character um queen uh charlotte getting uh just kind of her rise to power and uh i mean you gotta give it to bridgerton only two seasons and they get a spin-off like some quick work like other shows need like to run yeah. the entire series right. before they'll get they'll get a secondary uh, series. Well, actually, The Witcher got one as well. But yeah, it seems like uh, Netflix is all about the expanded universes, and they really want to expand Shondaland as fast as they can.
0: Uh that's absolutely fascinating stuff. I mean, that you're right, that show. But I, I've tried to watch it, and I I think it's a it's a little bit too soap opera y like mm-hmm. to watch. I know that some people who love it that's... love it.
1: Well, and that's the Chandra Rimes stuff coming through. I mean, she this is she's what Grey's Anatomy is in season eighteen or nineteen. Like that's her bread and butter is that soap opera stuff. So just kind of tacking the the uh, the period piece stuff onto it just kind of adds a, uh, an added kitsch to it. And the fact that I mean, it's so I mean, let's say it's it's horny. It's a horny show.
0: It is. It's it's, it's, it's a sexy show. All right. Um, yeah. there you go. That's enough of uh, Steve Stebbing and his horny shows for you.